Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 185. Today, we've got another How She Did It, another case study from one of our very own students of our leadership certification program, the Legacy Leadership Academy. Today, I'm going to be interviewing Tammy Cribs. And let me get this. Wait till you hear this story. So Tammy, after 30, 34 years in the direct sales profession, eight different companies, never seeing the big success that she had hoped for, had a little bit of success and made some money, but never really broke through to see the big success and achieve that freedom that she wanted after 34 years. And in the beginning of this year, she started with her ninth company and she made a decision. She said, I'm not going to make the mistakes of the past. I know I need to do something different. One of the areas that she really woke up to was that she needed some help and some coaching, specifically when it came to her mindset. So she joined our program, the Legacy Leadership Academy, right around the same time she started her ninth business. And just this past month, she had some unbelievable success. She had over 70 people join her team. She saw a $20,000 increase in volume. She promoted two different ranks. She's at an executive rank in her company. And she shared, I've never in my 34 years had this kind of success. And when I asked her, I said, Tammy, what do you attribute this to, there's one word, and it's belief. Look, if you've been listening to the show, you know this is probably the biggest area that we help our students, but also that I've been helping you. So I can't wait to share this with you. But here's what's interesting. The interview kind of takes a little bit of a different turn. See, I I go into these interviews and we don't really have a preset plan of questions or things we're going to talk about. Like I just genuinely approach it like, I really want to find out your story. And it just kind of, the conversation happens organically. And about the midpoint of the interview, the conversation shifts gears and we go down a very interesting path. And I actually share something about myself that I don't think I've ever talked about because this hasn't been a realization to me until recently. I've been really thinking about this myself. And I realized that Tammy was exactly like me. One of my questions that I asked her, I said, Tammy, Why did you not quit after 34 years of struggling? And she told me it's because I always believed, right? I always believed that there was something special, right? For her, she's strong in her faith. So she felt like God was calling her into something bigger in her life. So she had this belief that she was meant to do something special with her life. And that attracted her to this profession and it kept her from quitting. But she was struggling to see results. And listen, what do we know? What the thing that the formula for transformation teaches us is our beliefs are the source of our results. And here's what I know if you have negative results, it's because you have negative beliefs. What I help really kind of Tammy realize, because I myself have had this realization recently, is how sometimes we can hold these two conflicting set of beliefs when it comes to our business. Look, when I think of my career, I went through so much failure. And a lot of the people, you know, failed companies, companies going out of business, right? And a lot of the people that I went through those experiences with, they gave up and they quit because they stopped believing. But for me, 
I never stopped believing. Even when things weren't working in my favor, took me years to be successful, had literally companies go out of business, I never for a moment stopped believing that there was something bigger for my life. But inside of my business, and this is what Tammy was struggling with, we had these limiting beliefs about ourselves in terms of being a leader to other people and being a successful business person. So even though we had this one set of overarching beliefs that we were meant to do something special with our life, and that's why we didn't quit, and God knows, 34 years, that's a big belief. But because we had these limiting stories about ourselves in terms of our leadership and our ability to be a successful entrepreneur, we, it was keeping us from the results. And, and I think it's such a powerful kind of conversation to, and awareness to know that sometimes we can have these conflicting set of beliefs in our business. And it's not until we become aware, we shine a light on the ones that are holding us back. And that's what Tammy did to help her create her results that we finally see that breakthrough. So I can't wait for you to hear Tammy's story. It's really, really powerful. And I also can't wait for you to hear some of the things that I share because I share some things in this interview that I've never really talked about publicly. So I really believe that you're going to get a lot of value out of this. But before I do that, let me quick share our review of the week. So the reviews, by the way, have been pouring in. So thank you to all of you, especially last week, I challenge you to share that, share the show. And there were so many of you that tagged me on Instagram, and I was so grateful for that. So thank you for spreading the word and the message and the mission of the work we're doing here. But the review that I picked today came in from Shan Burry, S-H-A-N-B-U-R-Y. She shares, you changed my life. When I had my upline post your podcast and we had to say what we took away from it for a chance for a gift card, of course, I listened. She wanted the gift card. Never did I think that I would end up hook, line, and sinker addicted to listening to you. In just a few months, I have grown not only as a business, but as a team leader, and even more importantly, as a person. You have changed my life and my business. Thank you for all you do and for believing in yourself first so that you could show others. So thank you so much. I mean, it's those are the stories to me that, that feed my soul and keep me passionate about doing this kind of work. So thank you to all of you that have left a review. So let me go ahead and kick the interview over to Tammy. And I just want to tell you, you might want to stay tuned to the end of this episode because I've got a really big announcement, a little sneak peek of something that's coming up. So make sure you stick around to the end and I'm going to tell you what is going to be happening here actually just in a few days at the end of this week at the time of publishing. But let me kick it over to Tammy Cribs, one of our star students inside of our Legacy Leadership Academy. Hey, everybody. So I am really, really excited for this interview today. We've got one of our very own students from our Legacy Leadership Academy, one of our star students that is going to be sharing her success story with you. And it's a pretty incredible story. So it is with great pleasure that I welcome Tammy Cribs here today. Tammy, thanks so much for being here. Hi, Bob. Thanks for like letting me be here. This is really exciting. I'm going to tell you, I'm a little nervous about this. I'm talking to Bob. Oh my goodness. This is <laughs> a dream all, come true. It's all good. We're just yeah. going to, just two friends talking here, right? Exactly. Just pretend nobody, there aren't, Tens of thousands exactly. of other people listening to this. No, right no, just not, no just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So. You're the 18th uh, for a uh, business podcast. No, yeah. no, there's no pressure. Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, so Tammy, let me share a little quick, just a little background on your story, and then I'd love to have you just kind of elaborate. Here's the thing that really stuck out the most to me is you've been in the direct sales profession for 34 years. And during that time, 
you shared that you've been with nine different companies. And it sounds like, obviously, you know, you've seen some level of success, otherwise you wouldn't have stuck around for 34 years, but it sounds like you never really broke through into the big success until this year. You joined our program, the Legacy Leadership Academy, right around the time that you actually started a new business. So this would be your ninth company, I guess, that you joined in the beginning of this year, which guess what? Just so happened to be right before the pandemic. So starting a new business and then having to go through all that craziness, I'm sure was pretty stressful. But to your credit, you realized that you needed some coaching, that you wanted to do it right this time. You didn't want to fall into that same trap that you had the previous eight companies. And to your credit, you, you did. And you, so you joined our program. And fast forward to today, seven months into the new company and working with us, you have reached the eighth out of 12th rank in your company. Just last month, you added 69 new members, 30 promotions on your team, and you now have a total of 379 people. And I think you did, correct me if I'm wrong, your volume grew by almost 20,000 month over month from this month, you know, where you were last year, right? That's true. Yeah. That's true. So you're crushing it right now and you got some amazing things happening. Yes, it's pretty amazing, but we're past 400 people now. So I'm okay, pretty wow. excited. That. Yeah. So you're so like, you're just like a freight train. So yeah, it's, it's pretty incredible. Wow. So here's the obvious question. All right. 33 years, <laughs> treading water, struggling to make it work. And then this year it all breaks through. What changed for you? I'm going to be completely frank and honest, um, is that I... I'm a firm believer in network marketing, direct sales. I love it. It's in my blood. It's what I am here to do. And last June, I had gotten stagnant. Sorry about the dog. It's all good. I'm used to I'm used to hearing babies cry all day long. Sorry about that. A bark is welcome. So I became stagnant, and honestly, I became stagnant in June. But I knew I was turning fifty. Well, I was fifty-two at that time, and I got scared. I was like, okay, this is supposed to be what I'm supposed to be doing. And this is what I'm loving, but I'm, you know, I'm in my fifties, but I'm still believing I'm not going to give up and stuff. I go, what I'm doing is not working. I'm doing the trainings and don't get me wrong. The trainings that the corporate trainings that I get are absolutely amazing. And I love them, but I was like, it's not working. I'm like, what am I supposed to be doing? There's got to be something different. And I know there's some other network marketers that are out there that they have that it factors and they blow up and they become successful in a heartbeat. And, you know, it seems like they're just passing us by, but that wasn't me. I had some success and I was, but I just wasn't getting the success that I wanted. So I'm like, okay, I've got to do something different. And I decided to go and Google YouTube, the most successful people in YouTube, I mean. And I had come across a variety of people. And then Jesse Lee and you were doing an interview. And I had followed her and there was you. And you talked about this coaching thing. I'm like, there's coaches for network marketing. I had no idea. Honestly, I had no idea about that. Yes. And I'm kind of slow, I guess, obviously with 34 years of in the industry, but, um, and then I listened to you and I was like, oh my goodness, this is it. But what happened in June when I was stagnant, I knew that God was placing me to go to do something different. And I had just was really considering leaving my industry, the one industry and going to another company. And it just felt like it was the right thing. It all just took coming into play 
since June and just going from a different company, finding you ended up just being exactly where I'm supposed to be. The 34 years, it wasn't my time, I guess. It really wasn't. I've always loved direct sales, but I just, my passion and my drive and my timing was just then. I knew I was going to get where I was. I just didn't realize it was going to take 34 years. But my story, I know, can help others. I know that there's a lot of people that are struggling out there, and especially the mature lady and the mature people. And I'm here for this reason. Wow. So it sounds to me like, you know, anytime I hear like a transformation story like this, there's always there's always a moment or something that happens that becomes the wake up call. For some people, they have to hit rock bottom. For other people, it's just they go through life change. So it sounds to me like for you, hitting 50 was a pivotal moment for you because it really made, it had you begin to reflect back on your journey. And, but let me ask you this. I mean, it had to have taken a toll on you spending three decades in this profession and never really breaking through the way that you had hoped that you would? Yes, it definitely did to a certain degree. But as I said, I'm a firm believer that I was going to do this. But life was very tumultuous and very crazy during that time. Also, there were things going on and my focus was on direct sales. But I also have to realize, you know, you talk about this in your trainings, Bob, is that a lot of time we become professional We constantly need to know everything before we get started. We need to go and get all the trainings and go find out all the ingredients of the products or whatever. And you just kind of limit yourself. And I was too busy trying to educate myself before I would take the real plunge of really feeling like I deserve to be successful. I think it was fear of success. It was sabotaging. I had absolutely no self-confidence whatsoever for decades. And uh, then I, there was a shift in me and uh, I went for it. I started believing in myself, but there was a technique that I did also. I want to hear about that, but I want to point out something that I think a lot of people fall victim to in this profession is we become addicted to personal development in a sense. Like we, personal development's an amazing thing. It's a necessary thing. But if we're learning and consuming training at the expense of us actually showing up and doing the necessary hard work to build a business, that's where it becomes a problem. And I think I did this certainly early in my career is I used to consume any piece of training I could because it was keeping me from actually doing the thing that scared me most, which was going out and talking to people. And I think that that's a trap that I bet a lot of our listeners can relate to. So what is the, what is the thing that you did that kind of changed the course for you? Well, it was really believing in myself. I didn't necessarily believe in completely 100%, but I used to go before I went live. I did a lot of lives. I don't do as much lives now because there is no need because of what I've learned from you, implemented it. I don't need to do lives every day, which I was. But first of all, I thought that I needed to be this person that everybody thought I should be. I wasn't my true authentic self. And that's huge. I think really going and telling my story and really just putting myself out there was a major thing. But before, like when I started my lives, I would say, hi, I'm Tammy Cribs and I'm fierce and fabulous. And I would just start off like that, even though I didn't feel fierce and fabulous in the beginning. But I said it over and over and over and just having that, then I became fierce and fabulous. And then I started, you know, and then now people recognize me as that. But that's how it all is just having that word and 
that excitement really it just I ended up believing in myself and it was just little things each day getting the good stuff in so you mentioned there was a lack of authenticity on your part yes. why do you so was it that part of your red light story that you had that you needed to become somebody you felt as though you needed to become somebody you weren't in order to be successful in this profession was there a lack of alignment between who you thought you needed to be versus who you thought you are does that make sense yes that's definitely the truth in that sense but i also felt like with such poor self esteem and uh, no confidence and listening to all the things that people have to you know that would say about me and stuff. I know that sounds kind of crazy. I'll just put this out there. Being a recovering alcoholic, I've been in recovery for six and a half years, that I would think, and then that people saw me a certain way. But then I shared my story and I became authentic. And I really was like, okay, this is who Tammy is. And when you become more authentic, instead of being like, okay, and trying to get away from your past or whatever you are, or what people think you are, and just being your real self and really, you know, being okay with yourself, that's when things change. There is that shift. Yeah. Yeah. I think what you're saying is so important to me because we hear, especially in the world of like social media training, everybody says you need to be authentic, be authentic, be authentic. Right. And I think the reason why most people struggle with that is they automatically go to, well, I don't know how to do that. But the real problem for them is you'll never truly be able to share your most authentic self as long as you're holding on to limiting beliefs about yourself. So as long as you have a limiting belief about yourself, your worthiness, your ability to be successful, you'll never have the courage to share yourself in an authentic way. So I love the fact that your biggest realization was that you needed to work on belief. And obviously, as a student of our program, this is the first thing that we work with people when they come in through the formula for transformation is we teach people the importance of belief. Most of us get caught up in a trap where we don't have the results we want. We focus on all of the actions that we need to take differently in order to create our results. So we hold the belief that the thing that creates our results is our actions. Your actions do not create results. Your beliefs create your results. The formula teaches us our beliefs create the way we feel The way we feel determines the kind of actions that we take and the actions we take over time create our results. And I would bet the trap that you found yourself in for the first 30 years of your life was doing what most of us do, which is just focusing on the actions, working harder, working longer, changing companies, doing this. Look, you could change companies a hundred times. You'll not be successful in one of them until you first start believing in yourself. And it sounds to me like that was kind of the big aha moment that happened for you, you know, doing the work that we take people through. And it just coincided with you joining a new company, which gave you the space to be able to create what you've created. That is absolutely true. And what I implement, what you've taught me with my team, um, I see a lot of people that just don't have, it's kind of a astounding how many people, especially in like, say your mature ladies, they have no idea that they're amazing and special and wonderful and they don't have a lot of self-confidence. And so I work hard on that with them. And then I send them everything that you, I know the podcast, your podcast and stuff. Um, because that's the key thing. That's truly the key is believing in yourself. Yeah. When you were starting from that place. So what did that mean for you? Like, I'm just curious on a 
what were some of the red light stories that you had created about yourself that you needed to let go of? That I was not deserving. You know, when you grow, when you're in situations and there's a lot of negativity and a lot of things that are said about you in relationships without going into details, you start believing it that I don't deserve to be happy. I'm a failure. And that it's more like less that I am not good enough. You know, and I was told that, unfortunately. And so when you're told these things that you start believing it and it just, I don't know, it just kind of shut. It just came to me one day and I am good enough, you know, listen to your uh, podcast, but also, you know, coaching and teaching, but also, you know, with a lot of prayer, I just realized and that things can happen that I am not, you know, whatever I'm supposed to be. Does that make sense? I know I'm kind of rambling yeah. about it, but yeah, it totally does. Um, yeah. it's really just, you know, self-loathing and there's no reason to feel that way. Yeah. I think you did what, what most people do that get to this place is we, we buy someone else's opinion of us, right? And we accept mm-hmm. that as our reality and that winds up limiting us. But the other thing that I have to imagine happened for you is the tendency to look at the results that you had. So, you know, you turned 50 and you started to question, you know, what am I doing with my life? You know, I had these big hopes and dreams when I first joined this profession 30 years ago. I'm not anywhere near where I want to be in terms of the level of impact that I make. You wouldn't be human if you didn't say, well, you know, if I were better, I'd be further. Or if I were a better leader, I would have helped more of those kinds of people. We look to our results or our lack of results and we, do, we attach our self-worth. And we, that's where we fall into the trap is we just keep feeling bad about ourselves because we don't have what we want, never realizing that feeling bad about ourselves is actually the thing that created the thing that we didn't want. And now we're in this trap. So talk to me a little bit about like kind of some of those things that you were processing and dealing with. Like the traps or like... Yeah, like, I mean, you had to 30 years in, there had to be Um, a lot of regret, right? In terms of missed opportunities and people that didn't succeed. I mean, how was all that making you feel? Well, of course, it made me feel like a failure. You know, we used to do... I was back in the day in the 80s, you know, with the clipboard and the mold, you know, doing surveys to get people's numbers and stuff like that. Yeah, I felt like a failure. I felt like... I knew that it was for me, but I also, you know, direct sales was for me, but I didn't know why I wasn't doing it. I blame myself. Okay. Maybe if you weren't, um, you know, if you were good enough that you could have done this, maybe you need to learn more. And that was a major thing. You don't know enough about the products. And then I would just study and study and study. Maybe you're not likable. That was, oh my goodness. That was a good one. No one likes you. So you can't be successful. You know, you're not approachable. No one likes you. It's really kind of just that horrible thinking and you're feeling like a failure 100%. It was just, it was tough, but I also just knew that I was just supposed to be here. I really truly just knew it was supposed to be something that I was supposed to be doing. Mm. And I don't know why, maybe I'm just kind of an airhead and I just didn't know to quit, but I knew that someday I'd be where I'm at. I know that sounds crazy. No, it doesn't sound crazy. It's actually really interesting because I was just having this conversation with somebody about one of the reasons. So it's almost like there's kind of like a, there's two conflicting things happening here. And I can totally relate to this because your story is very similar to mine in that I did have limiting beliefs about myself 
as a leader and in terms of my ability to be successful. But the one thing that I always had my whole life, and I don't know where it came from, but it was always there, is I always believed that there was something important I was supposed to do with my life. Yes. Sorry, I just no. And so, you know, I had a company go out. I had, you know, for anybody who doesn't know my story, I was, you know, I was in this profession and I was with a company for five years. That company literally went out of business, complete. Nobody had any idea it was happening. And I can literally remember leaving. I was in the corporate office when it happened. I was like on the advisory board and they literally told us in the office, we're shutting down. I can remember now, most people would be shell shocked. Like, curl up in a corner for 30 days. What am I going to... I can remember leaving, driving home, calling Shannon, who was my fiance at the time, telling her and then saying, it's going to be fine, baby. We're going to get through this. And then I literally started calling people that I knew in the profession to find another company. And then the same thing happened to me seven months later. And I did, you know, I allowed myself to mourn and, but I never stopped believing no matter what happened to me, I never stopped believing that I was going to do something special with my life. That was always there. So it sounds like that was always there for you as well. Yes. Even though you weren't seeing the results, you still believed it. Yes. So isn't it interesting how we can have these two conflicting sets of beliefs? We have one set of beliefs that, serve us. We don't quit. We keep going. That's why I didn't quit my first year. I didn't recruit a single person, but I didn't quit because I just believed that I was going to do something. But what I didn't understand was that I had a different set of beliefs that was limiting me in terms of creating my results that I had no idea was there. And it sounds to me like kind of the same thing was going on for you. Oh, definitely. It certainly was. Like when I decided to go this journey, like the journey of uh, listening to podcasts and then finding you and all that was, there was reasons for all of it. There was reasons behind everything. And then I left my, you know, former company going to the company I am now, but there was an un- overwhelming warmth feeling that I had, even though it was scary. I already had a team with my other one. It wasn't, you know, my, it was only you know 34 ladies, but I was leaving a company to go to another one just because it just felt like I was supposed to. It was all a God thing, I would say. And I felt this incredible warmth that I was supposed to be there. And, you know, everything just fell into place. Out of so many years, all of a sudden, it's an instant success, which wasn't instant. It took 34 years to get here. Mm. Craziness. Power. What, what a lesson, though, in just never losing hope and not giving up. Right. Exactly. What advice, what, what advice would you have to somebody that's in company number one right now? And that may or may not be, you know, but they're just starting their journey and they're doubting themselves and they haven't seen the results. Maybe it's been a year, maybe it's been two years, three years, and they're starting to wonder, is this thing ever going to happen for me? I don't know if I really have what it takes. What advice would you have for that person? Like if you think back to yourself, Tammy, after her first year, what, what advice would you give to your old version of you or somebody that might be in that place? That's a good one. First of all, I would tell myself to love myself a lot more and to respect myself and all that would be one. But to get into this industry, I what I would tell myself is to learn a little bit each day. Don't get too crazy, but just to learn a little bit each day and to never give up. But I honestly would say is go find a coach. That changed my life is seriously going and find a coach. You know, 
I had a coach when I sang opera. My son has a pitching coach. Why don't we have a network marketing coach? I do now. Mm. But I would say go outside just your company trainings is really go and you know find that coach, find people that motivate you. 20 minutes of when you wake up, the first 20 minutes are so important. Listen to the music that made you happy. Get yourself into the mindset of greatness. Just start believing in yourself and get away from the negative people in your life. Yeah. Such good advice. Great. I think your your point about a coach, and look, I could be a little biased about everybody <laughs> needing a coach. I think everybody right. already knows how I feel about that. But here's the thing though, like seriously though, it is, it is nearly impossible for you to master your own mind on your own. You know what's interesting? We, we were just talking about this on our coaching call in, in my next level leadership program this morning where we talk so much about belief in this profession, right? That's all we talk about. You got to believe, right? You need belief in yourself. You need belief in your products. You need belief in the industry. We talk so much about belief, but nobody knows how to actually get it. Now, you somehow, you just had it. I don't know how I got belief. I just have always had it, but we're not normal. No, we're not. The average, most people would never do something for 30 years without making it really big and not quit. Most people would never do that. See, we talk about belief, but nobody is able to actually find it because they don't have a framework to help them. The first step to getting the belief you need is becoming aware of the limiting beliefs that you already have. See, it's like I heard this saying that I think is so powerful. We need to learn how to let go before we can let in. We have to let go of our limiting beliefs. We have to let go of who we thought we knew ourselves to be in order to let in right, the gifts that God has for us or the potential that's inside of us. We have to let go to let in. And that's why most people don't have belief because they hold these limiting beliefs that they're not even aware they exist. And this is the reason why, and I'll just keep shouting this from the mountaintops until people hear, I don't know how anybody could possibly even exist in the world today or in this profession without understanding what we teach people in the formula for transformation, how to finally shift your beliefs and start believing in yourself. Don't wait 30 years. Do it today. It's the results that you want are available to you today in the moment if you can make this transformation. I think that is like, that's the thing that I'm really pulling from your story is that, and I'm sensing from you is you just never stop believing it's such a life-changing quality to have, but most people don't have that. Right. It's, I don't know where I got it. I don't know where you got it, but it's always been there. And maybe my story can help someone. The team that I have, I call my family. I'm there to help them and help them believe in themselves. I'm there to, you know, nurture them and not just, it's been an amazing journey. Maybe this is the reason why it took 34 years. I don't know why. Maybe someone's hearing my story and say, my goodness, I can believe if she can stick it out. Because there's some people that will say, you know, I've been doing it for three months. I'm going to quit. And I'm like, don't talk to me about three months and quitting. Yeah. Come on. 34 years here, guys. Boy, I would hate to have you as an upline. Because <laughs> I, I literally, there's that. not a sing. I don't mean that the wrong way. <laughs> I know. There's not a single excuse anybody could give you that you would accept. Like straight up. You, in that way, you'd be the best and the worst upline in the world to have. Because you, I like people are just like, okay, Tammy, I, I'm not going to complain to you anymore because I know you've been down the road. But, but that's good, right? I mean, there's such a, there's a lesson in that. As bad as you think your situation is, somebody else has had it 10 times worse and they figured out a way to get through it. So pull your big 
girl pants up, pull your big exactly. boy pants up and let's get to work. Yes. That's powerful. So I'm curious, what's your vision for, for where you are right now in your business and in your life? What are you seeing now? Has your vision changed at all in terms oh. of like the, what you, where you see yourself and what you want to do and your business and the impact that you want to make? Where, where do you see this going for you? Now, see, this is going to make me cry with this. Just you asked me this. Um, well, it's only taking me 30 minutes, so let's get into it. Come on. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's so amazing is that um, in the beginning, I think I had focused so much on myself and being successful in like the for 30 years, you know, but now my vision is so different. It's about helping others and it's happening. I get so emotional and so excited about seeing people succeed and helping people. This is life changing for them. I had a vision that I would be talking on a podcast from, you know, a couple months ago, I would be here where we are today. I visualize things. It's about manifestation. Mm. You know, my vision is being at the top, being the, you know, on the level 12, you know, I am an executive eight. There's, you know, 12 levels and I'm at the eighth level. That's pretty astounding to me, but I see more of just not just direct sales. I would hope one day that I'd be a motivational speaker, that I could touch people's lives to have them really embrace the fact that they are worthy and they are special and that they could do anything that they set their mind to. Empowering. I, you know, I'm fierce and fabulous. I tell everybody and they are too. And just empower women and men. That's the key is being of servitude, being in service to others. Yeah. Well, the thing, Tammy, the thing I will tell you is that starting from a place of total belief in yourself, which is kind of, you know, where you are now and and the shift that you made is you've done it inside of your business, right? You never, you never stopped believing that there was a bigger purpose to your life. And I'm sure as a person of faith, you probably, that's helped a lot being able to look to God in that area. But I think what you now have is a newfound belief in yourself as it pertains to your ability to lead your team and Hopefully, we played a small part in kind of instilling that in you in our program. But I'm excited because I know with that as the foundation from which you're going to move forward, what you have the ability to accomplish in your life in the next five to 10 years is going to be extraordinary. Because I just think of my life when I finally really started to understand this stuff five years ago and I look at where I am today versus then. Look, I'll be honest, I would like to have told you I would have thought that big. It's way bigger than I thought. And it's you've got some special things in store for you. But here's here's what's interesting. The thing that you're going to talk about the most, you know, when you're up on those stages and you're impacting millions of people someday, are going to be the first 33 years of your journey. You're not going to exactly. talk about you're not going to talk about your success because people don't care about our successes until they care until they learn about our failures. And I think that for anybody right now that's listening to this, that's struggling, I want you to understand you're being given a tremendous gift right now. Your failure and your challenge and your adversity is a gift. And you either are going to accept that gift for what it is and embrace it and get on the process of growing, or you're going to reject it and you know understand that your story is such an incredible one because of those challenges. And I just think there's a real, there's a lesson to be learned there. Absolutely. And yes, you were a big part of this, you know, the past few months, but there is, everybody has a story and what you do with it, you know, what you choose to do, do you feel, do you embrace it, the bad times and the good times and you run with it. And every lesson, every situation in my life is a reason why I'm here. I've grown so much and um, I am truly blessed and I cannot believe my life right now. 
honestly, is this my life? It's kind yeah. of amazing. Yeah. One final question for you here, because I'm just curious your perspective on this. What role do you feel God has played in all of this for you in terms of directing you through your business? Oh my goodness. God is everything. God has gotten me through so much. I'm sorry that it's just, I get very emotional about this because the fact that if it wasn't for my faith, I wouldn't be where I am. I wouldn't be who I am. And God is um, everything. And I wouldn't be where I'm at. You know, all the coaching in the world is great and it's wonderful. But if I didn't listen to my heavenly father, I wouldn't be here. He's done this. Would it be fair to say, you know, it's a very contrite saying that we like to post on social media, but would it be fair to say it rings true here that sometimes God's plan for our life is greater than our plan? Sometimes his plan for our life is much different than what we wanted our plan to be. But if we just submit to his plan and and understand that there is an order to everything that happens and that things do happen for a reason, is it fair to say sitting where you are today that you look at that journey differently? That's exactly what it is. It's 100%. It's not really up to me. It's God's plan. And even though I had posted something the other day about when we pray, it's not only about the prayer, but it's about the journey during the prayer and when God answers it. Okay, I prayed for this. It didn't happen for 34 years. But what happened the most that I've learned, it took 34 years, the stuff that has happened all 34 years to get me to this. Yeah. Does that make sense? So it's yeah, not it totally really... It, it's know, not, another, well, another way to say that would be for 34 years, God wasn't giving you what you wanted. He was exactly. giving you. He was giving you what you needed. Yes. In order to evolve and grow you and prepare you for the next yes. level and the next phase of your life, which you are clearly stepping into right now. So Tammy, I just want to, I want to thank you for, for being here today and sharing your story. I know that there's going to be a lot of people inspired by this and, and I want to thank you for being such an incredible part of our community and really just being such a great example of what I think a legacy leader really is in terms of just having such a heart to serve and want to change the world through this thing that we do called network marketing. So thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much, Bob. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you got it. So there it is. I really hope that you got as much value and really enjoyed that conversation that I had with Tammy as I did. You know, I'll tell you, every time I do these interviews, I love hearing people's stories, but I always learn a lot about myself when I'm talking to other people because sometimes we learn things about others and it helps us see something in ourselves. And I think Tammy was a great example of that. So hopefully, you know, that conversation really helped a lot of you. But here's the big announcement that I had for you. You know, we are in the midst right now of the Love, Serve, Grow Challenge. I know a lot of you are going through that with us. We kicked the training off just last night. I'm recording this on a Friday. Our training was on a Thursday The feedback we have gotten already has been absolutely incredible, but I wanted to give you just a sneak peek of something that we'll be announcing in the challenge, but I I wanted to tell all of you first because y'all, you know, you're my podcast family and you always get the goods before everybody else, but we are actually going to be opening enrollment for the Legacy Leadership Academy on Friday, October 3rd, I think it is. I should know that date, but the Friday this is being published, we are opening up enrollment, but here's what we're doing. We're doing something special. And I know we've announced enrollment for this program before. We've given you some free trials and maybe a lot of you have been on the fence, but here's why I think if you've ever considered enrolling, ever thought about it, why you need to do it now. 
we are going to be running for all of our new enrollees. We are going to be doing 30 days of free coaching, mindset and business coaching, where every single week you're going to have an opportunity to get mindset coaching from me live and business coaching where we're going to actually be teaching you a totally different way to prospect. And while you do that, we're going to be helping you master your mind. But we're going to be doing 30 days of intensive live coaching that we're going to be giving away to all of the new people that enroll. So here's what I want you to do. Make sure you tune in on Friday. I'll be announcing the information to sign up, some more details of some things that we're doing. But I'm really excited because for those of you that are looking for something more than just Uh, another course or another program, but you know you really need that coaching and accountability and support, we are going to go heavy big time for all of our new students that enroll this time around. So make sure you tune in Friday to check it out. But hey, I I hope you enjoyed hearing Tammy's story today. I wanted to publicly thank her again for sharing it. What an inspiring story for all of us. And uh, make sure you tune in on Friday for the big announcement and all the details. But until then, have a great week and I'll see you then. 